0: We welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album, the author of Tuesdays with Maury, the book upon which this podcast is inspired. Alongside is Lisa Goitsch, my friend and producer of the program. Hi, Lisa. Good to see you.
2: Hello, Mitch. Tomorrow is a very big day for you, isn't it?
0: Well, actually, today is the big day.
2: It is today. However, let me say something. We... Me and the listeners of Tuesday People have a big surprise for you. Woohoo! What's that? Ah, uh, about now, I think a hundred people have left you birthday messages. When I told them we'd be recording, and I said I would read a few online to you. So, these oh, are wow. all. Yes, these are all messages. I can't, of course, read a hundred right now. But whatever is not read on air, we will send to Mitch. Well, we didn't record.
0: mention, you know, you said today's a big day, but you didn't oh, say that oh. it's my birthday.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it's his birthday.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, I, you know, for all they know, I could be heading off to prison. I, you know,
2: <laughs> I think most people that. know that it's your birthday because, you know, the article came out and... You know, and plus, Mitch, I think it's on calendars like Washington, Lincoln, Album. Uh,
1: yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. All the same calendars. Mm-hmm. I think
2: it's all on that big national calendar. So I'm going to read you a couple here to start. From Roberto A. Stewart, he says, Happy birthday, Mitch. Looking forward to read and hear about this year's celebration. Everybody does, uh-huh. they all love that. Um, and affirming continued health so you continue shining. Blessings. Um, Bill Cunningham says, happy birthday, Mitch. I enjoy your inspiring work and have read all your books. Um, Happiness to you. Alexis Liliana Knowles says, happy birthday, Mitch. I was introduced to Tuesdays with Maury in high school. And now I wait for Tuesday's podcast every week. Love from a teacher on a tiny island in the Bahamas. How about that? Let's go visit her. I that
0: school. I
2: know. Let's go visit her. Book signings in the Bahamas um happy birthday mitch you give so selflessly and i hope that you feel the love on your special day here's one from tracy tompkins happy happy birthday mitch thank you for all you do with your writings the podcast and for the children of haiti you are greatly appreciated have an amazing day jerry sataro says happy birthday mitch i sleep with you every night listening to your podcasts (laughs) so how about that one um yeah,
0: that's news to my wife. But, yeah. That's news
2: to your wife. Uh Yaya Brizulia Brazul, Samaniego says, Happiest birthday, Mitch. Thank you for being our beacon of light and hope, most especially to your kids in Haiti. Your books and podcasts means a lot to all of us. Sending all the love and support from the Philippines. We can't wait to have you, Lisa too, real soon. Have a blessed day.
0: All right, Lisa, you got to come with me to the Philippines.
2: Oh, I am in. Carol J. Watkins sends her love from Boston. Uh, Derek McFadden is a uh, differently-abled author who sends you his love. Um, Marissa Betts. It goes on and on. And our friend Richard Harris will end with his happy birthday, Mitch. You not only brought joy to coach during the last months of his life, you shared the lasting gift of Maury with the world coming up on 26 years after Tuesdays with Maury. You've spread Maury's message around the globe and it continues to reverberate. And it goes on and on and on from people that work with you at say Detroit, just hundreds. Um, wow. Yeah. it's. I all had no our-
0: idea. I, I, first of all, thank you everybody. I, didn't know that everybody knew it was my birthday, first of all, and i sure I'm surprised that everybody took the time to write all those messages. That's uh, that's really very, very humbling. Thank you. Yes, I'm going to send
2: you the link in case you missed it on the group page. I know you've been busy. I had, but-
0: a, uh, I had a dinner the other night um, because, as you know, and I'm going to speak about, uh, my birthday tradition is somewhat unusual, but I think there's a point to it, and I, I want to share the point. Uh, with all of you, uh, but uh, my actual birthday, which is today when you're hearing this, uh, I will be spending out. Actually, this year we're going to Buffalo, New York. Uh, Buffalo, New York is is the joins a long list of cities that myself and my wife and our family members and friends who can join us in any particular year have attacked over the course of the 20 plus years since we've been doing this, where we go and we eat eat our way through the whole city, but only food that's bad for us. Nothing healthy, nothing vegan, nothing, nothing low-cal, vegan. <laughs> nothing low-sugar, nothing low-carb, no nothing GMO, nothing. That's the only rule. But I had a uh, a little gathering a couple of days ago because not everybody can go But my birthdays on a Tuesday this year. And it's hard to for a lot of my nieces and nephews, they have jobs and they have kids and all. So we had a dinner and we just invited everybody from the family and between the family, just my family here in Michigan, just really, which is essentially my wife's family because my family's from other parts of the country. Uh, but I, you know, her family is my family and our Haitian kids who were down from college, we had 42 people.
2: Oh, geez.
0: This, uh, we went to a restaurant and we just took over the whole side of the restaurant. We had 42 people. And, and there that's was,
2: only the pre-party. This yeah, is just a pre-party. Party.
0: And, that, and and they there were so many with children and little c- newborns, you know, six months old and even younger and all the way up to, you know, uh, people who are still actually older than me. And... When time came to, it was just a lovely meal of moving around this really long table and everybody shifting chairs because it takes a long time to serve that much food for yeah. that people, so you have a lot of time and you go and sit with this group, then you move down the table and sit with that group, and of course we all know one another and and it was just um it was just so pleasant and it was just so calm and lovely to have all the people around and I was reminded of Maury when I was going through it because you remember maybe some of you who have listened diligently to this podcast when we talked about Maury's perfect day and when he said if you could get one day healthy again you know we didn't have ALS and where he could just do anything he wanted and he described a very average day of you know just doing the stuff that he kind of Likes to do, is take a swim, uh, go for a walk, enjoy nature, have a nice lunch with friends, have a nice dinner with friends. And it was that kind of thing. It was just, there was nothing bombastic about it. Nothing came out of a cake. There were no (laughs) uh, explosions. There were no big speeches made. I didn't get gifts of like, you know, uh, uh, something over the top or some crazy present or anything like that. Uh, it was just having everybody there and eating, and and when I had a chance to speak, you know, when we had the cake, I just said, uh, "How can anybody be richer than this?" You know, uh, and and I meant it, you know, and I, I it, it didn't have anything to do with money. Um, there wasn't a there wasn't a moneyed affair. It was just when you see all these people who love you and come out to share an event with you, and you get to you realize you have them in your life not just on this day, but you've had them in your life. For years and that's why they yeah. came out, that you know you start to appreciate as you get older this whole sense of being able to just be just to mm. be with people i think when you're younger your celebrations have to be about you know um the noise the explosion you know you won't believe ex- for this year's birthday you know we went we went on the you know oh, uh, it was a, it was the greatest time ever you know best birthday ever. You know, and it's, it's always, you went to some, I don't know, drinking Island, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think as you get older, it's just about having a day or a meal with the people that you love, you know, and, and that you can just relax and feel okay about yourself and your health is okay if you're lucky and, and, and that's it. So we had this, we had this great dinner where i was able to sort of invoke in my mind anyhow maury's sort of this is a perfect day uh kind of thing and and now we'll have this pig out thing and so i i i i want to share uh i want to share this story about this pig out thing but before we do that I, i i found this cut from maury from our conversations together uh And I thought it was particularly apropos, because in addition to this being the time of year that uh, is is my birthday, this is also the time of year when colleges graduate. In fact, it's almost late at this point. A lot of them have already graduated. And I had kind of forgotten that Maury had, as sort of a last gift to me, after all the four years that we spent together, every class that I took with him, majoring and in Maury, essentially getting a degree in sociology and spending so much time with them. He went to the faculty of the sociology department because, in those days, you graduated, you had two ceremonies. You had the one where you graduated with your department, you know, whatever you majored in, that was a smaller one. And then you had oh. the big, huge one, you know, the big. Oh, community.
2: we didn't have that, I don't think. That's yeah, we cool. had that.
0: It was actually on the same day. Uh, I believe. And so Maury went to the faculty of the sociology department and suggested that I be the commencement speaker for our department, not for, you know, like a valedictorian sort of, not for the whole school, but for our department. And for whatever reason, (laughs) they accepted me. And um, I got to speak at, in front of the whole you know, sociology department and all professors and everything. And I was, and my parents were there and my family was there. And it was cool. Yeah. And I had never really done anything like that at that time. I know that seems strange. Maybe now knowing me, those of you who know me from my public life, because I'm, I'm very comfortable in front of a microphone or a camera or whatever. I I, have done a lot of it, but I wasn't back then. Yeah. And I asked Maury about why he did that. This, of course, is 16 years later that I asked him, and here's what he said. The second thing you talked me into doing, or I think you just announced to me, was that I would be the one of the speakers at graduation. Remember that? Yeah. You got me that. That wasn't me. You went into some committee or something yeah. and told them that you thought I should... Right. I should uh, be at the sociology. It yeah. was like the one of the keynote. Right, at, that's right, whatever you call them, valedictorian. Yeah,
1: right, right, and I thought you deserved it, yeah. and I had a voice in doing it, so why not? Yeah. And I thought that you would derive, and especially your parents, would derive a lot of knockers from that, yeah. you see, they sent their kid to Brandeis. nice turns out to be top-notch student gets Magna, makes the address, you know, the graduation address, right. and it means that they really had, if I may put it in a crass term, made a good investment, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And that you had the experience of being up there. We get a self-conception that you really deserve and can do right. this kind of thing. Right. and. I presume it contributed to your capacity to be a public person Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. eventually you have to have the experience of it. So I wasn't doing anything, you know, outrageous. I was doing a natural thing.
0: So in his own way, when I read that and listened to that soundbite again after all these years, Maury kind of launched me inadvertently onto a career of public speaking and Mm. and being out in the public because I had never really looked at it that way. I was a musician. I was majoring in music. I was going to be like a producer behind the scenes in studios. I didn't think about speaking or speaking my mind, and I had to write my speech, and that was really the first time I had to sort of put my own thoughts together. And I remember – I don't remember much from the talk. I probably have it in a file somewhere – but I do remember that my mother was there in the audience and I quoted her, uh, because I was talking about trying to follow what other people say all the time. And uh, I yeah. I said, as my mother frequently says, the masses are asses, you know, uh. Which, uh, which,
2: Ooh, you got a little saucy yes, in your saucy. speech oh,
0: back in the seventies. That wasn't saucy. You, you could do a lot. <laughs> you could do a lot more than that. Um, and, uh, it was Maury that sort of gave me that opportunity, and I never really realized that of all the things that Maury has done for me and did for me in our conversations and how they shaped my view of life, I never really realized that he had a a, a significant hand in in bringing me to the sort of the public, you know that i that I wouldn't be afraid of being in front of people. So isn't I, isn't that kind of that's him. like yeah
2: that's sort of divine. Don't you think like that, that the the game was already in play at that point for your life and you didn't even know it. You know what I mean? Like, I think all the pieces kind of always fit together. And that seems like that was like intentionally, like spiritually intentional. Well, what's really cool
0: about it is that you discover it later, you know, like you discover it, uh, when you're listening to these tapes and say, Oh man, I forgot about that. You know?
2: We'll be back with more Tuesday, people, right after this.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this
2: charming devil.
0: I know I'm not sure how how proud Maury would be of the uh, the, the birthday tradition that I have, but let me uh, try to explain it. He probably would like it because Maury liked to eat. He really liked. It. Oh
2: yeah, I think he would you love know, this. I would think I would he'd be
0: him food every week. And he'd be
2: on the bus with yeah, you if he be could be.
0: The <laughs> um, so the concept of it is, I deny myself all foods that are really bad for me almost every day of my life. And certainly, Ah, you know, ah, 364 days a year. I am very, ah. very disciplined about, no, I just don't eat that. I've gotten so used to saying that, and I've gone so long without the stuff that it really doesn't hurt me that much. So I'm not patting myself on the back. It's not that big a sacrifice for me to say, no, thank you. I don't eat a fettuccine Alfredo. Because I just don't eat fettuccine Alfredo so infrequently that I can't even remember what it tastes like, really, you know?
2: But do you ever, like, want it? Not I really. Mean... Not
0: really. That's what I mean. <laughs> uh. Like, I, it's been so long since you yeah, have it. Your taste buds kind of change. So so there are a few things, like ice cream Sundays and things like that I kind of miss. But I really don't eat them during the course of the year, unless, you know, it's somebody's party or we're going to. But... And you know, it's always in small portions. And I yep. definitely don't eat junk. You know, I don't eat onion mm. rings. I don't eat French fries. I don't eat uh oh. potato chips or or uh or uh I don't know poppycock popcorn or candy bars or things like that. I don't
2: eat that. That's that's pretty much my daily, daily diet. diet. Okay. Well <laughs> everything you, you just should mentioned. have a
0: birthday where you just go out and only eat vegan and vegan. low carb and yeah, plant based. <laughs> So it occurred to me many years ago that, that uh, when I was looking for something different to do on my birthday, I said, you know what would be nice is if one day a year I just ate everything that I don't eat the rest of the year, I'll get it out of mm-hmm. my system, and then I'll go back the next day to the nice, healthy way that I eat. And it's easy to do. It's not like breaking your diet. Which is a hard thing to do if you're on a diet and you break it for a day, then you go back, then you want to break it again because you have this built-in excuse: it's only for your birthday, so you can't uh, you can't like call up friends and say, "Let's go for some waffles and ice cream." It's my birthday. If they say it was your birthday last month, you can't. You know, it's not going to work. You can't right. right. So you only you have this built-in twenty-four hours. It's a Cinderella thing. You've got twenty-four okay. hours. It's going to expire. And then you're going to be done. And so, for that one day, you can eat everything, but then you don't have an excuse to do it over and over again. So,
2: what I if, see, a, I see a self help book in the works, yeah, by the way yeah. The Birthday Diet by Mitch Yeah, yeah. The, Everybody's going to jump on this bandwagon. Uh, you're, no only, you're only
0: as young as you feast. <laughs> that's my, that's my, that's my, <laughs> uh, my, my motto. And so,
2: copyright, trademark. Right. You're only okay. as young
0: as you feast. And so, that's the name of today's episode. So, the thing is, Now, I'm not advocating this from a diet point of view or from a food point of view. But here is the the point of view that I'm advocating it from. Now, I want everybody who's older to try to remember this. Try to go back to a time when you ate strictly for the pleasure of eating without any sense of guilt or health or nutrition. It was probably when you were a kid or, or even better when you were a teenager because uh, it seems like you really enjoy food when you're a teenager or a college kid. So I remember like getting hungry at 3 o'clock in the morning at college and they had these guys who would walk around the dorms with these sandwiches in, in these bins. They were called the sandwich guys or sandwich men. And they would have like m- meatball subs – or cheesesteaks, mm. and it was three mm. in the morning, and we're like, you know, let's yes. just get one, yeah. And we yell for the guy, come on <laughs> up, and it, and I'm sure it was the junkiest stuff, but it tasted so good, and yes. it was the kind of food that made you make a noise. Okay, all right, think yes. it <laughs> down. What was the last time you ate food in a way that you made a sound after it, like, yeah, oh, that kind of thing? Okay, well. If yeah. you can go back to a time like that for a day, that's what we try to do on this birthday. It's not so much which foods or which categories. It's it's like eat without knowledge, eat without guilt, transport yourself back to a time when you did something just for the pleasure of doing it and just for the joy of eating when you didn't, like I can eat now if I go out and someone has, oh, let's have some tiramisu. Okay. Well, all right. tiramisu is going to be good, but the whole time, maybe this is just me. I'm like, okay, not that big a piece. No, no, smaller. Okay. That's enough. Then I take one spoonful. I go, this is really good, but is it really worth all the calories, should I keep eating it or should I just stop at a spoonful? Because I know how fattening it is. I have one more and then I'll, mm, this, is still, this is probably already, I've probably eaten about 200 calories worth of this. If I keep going, it's about four. All that oh mental stuff. Gosh. And then, you know, how, did, how. does it have a lot of dairy in it? Is it going to affect You know, your mind does all that stuff while you're eating. It doesn't mean you don't eat it anyhow, but you, yes. but you, you do all this thinking. What we do on this birthday, there's no thinking. Because you, you, just, have, I like you just have removed the lid. And so what I'm recommending here is not just for my birthday, but it is for all walks of things in life. Find an activity that you used to have a childish, innocent, full bore, just experience the experience way of doing it and try to do it again. What do I mean by this? Give you examples of this. How can I do it? Okay. Walk by a swimming pool in the summertime and just throw yourself in. Oh. Okay. Don't worry about what you're wearing and don't worry about if you're going to ruin it and don't worry about how cold the water is and don't worry. Just walk by and throw yourself in because why? You used to do that when you were younger and didn't think about it, Right.
2: And a cannonball. I suggest a cannonball. cannonball. Just
0: go for it. Just Just go for it. Go for it, right? Um, Go out into a field that's wide open and just start running. Just run. Don't worry. Hopefully you won't hurt yourself, but don't worry about, you know, uh,
2: snakes, bugs. Yeah,
0: snakes, bugs, or hamstrings. (laughs) Just run. See if you can experience what that feels like, you know, do these things that were, that were, that felt natural that you just enjoyed for the sake of enjoying, go to a, a silly, stupid movie and get, get the biggest thing of popcorn and just say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, Oh, that's so mindless. Or who's, how does Hollywood make these films or who are they making these things for? How could, how could that do box office like that? Don't, Justify, don't explain, just laugh or enjoy or throw your feet up, and that's it. Try to do experiences without the equivalent version of looking at the nutrition box. I always say this like, here's mm-hmm. how you know you've gotten old when you read before you eat.
2: Ah. When you
0: pull the box off or you look at the thing and you say, what's in yes. it? How much? How many carbs? How many, you know, the, the, you ever see those those racks of candy bars? I call them candy bars. They're power bars. They're, they're protein bars. They're low carb bars. Yes, There's yes, a million yes. of them. And every time I see anybody shopping, and this includes me, picking them out, the first thing they do is they take it out and they flip it over.
1: And they yes, read, and they
0: read the back. How many carbs, the
2: carbs. is this worth?
0: So you're yeah. reading before mm-hmm. you eat. You're not looking at it like this looks yummy. You're reading before you eat. I'm saying, eat, do something because it looks yummy and don't read. Right. Whatever the equivalent of that is, the effect of it and the effect of these birthdays is to remind you of a time when you did things like that. And then you know what happens? You do it for a day and you go, that was great. And just as Maury always said, detach, go and experience what it is you experienced. You say that was great. That was life when I had no responsibilities or that was life when I had no worries about my colon. <laughs> that was life right. when <laughs> I didn't worry about dairy. I remember it. I'm reminded of that was life when I didn't care if I ruined my clothes because I jumped into a swimming pool. Uh, that was life when I when I didn't worry about hamstring pulls and I ran. And it reminds you of that time, but then you are able to then revert back to who you are now and say, "All right, that was fun." It was fun to revisit yeah. that. It was fun to be that way again. It's good to know that inside me is a person who can be that way. But as Maury said, on the, if you go back and listen to our chapter on aging, our, our podcast on aging, Maury said, inside me is every age I've ever been. A 10-year-old, a 20-year-old, a 37, you know, but also a 78-year-old man. When it's time yes. for me to act as silly as a 10-year-old, that's in me. I can do it. Yep. I have the giggles. You know, I get it. But when it's time for me to be a 78-year-old man with all the wisdom and wit that I have for 78 years, I can do that too. And that's what I call the day after my birthday. That's yes. when I come back. I go, all right, let me analyze what I ate there. Yeah, okay, can't do that again. How am I, I'm going to have to diet for the next two days, three days to try to even get back on board here. But I had that sense of that was fun. It's still in me. I didn't lose that child. I didn't lose that teenager. I didn't lose that college kid eating a 3 a.m. meatball sub. It's still there. I I shook it up. I found it again. And uh, it's nice to know he's still there. Okay. I'm putting him back to bed for a year and I'll wake him up again. (laughs)
2: Boy, I wish I had that discipline. Oh man.
0: Well, I'm sure there's something you can do in your own way. And everybody who's listening, it doesn't have to be a pig out. It's just, Allow yourself to splash in that pool. Allow yourself to shove a, 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 a chili dog in your mouth. Allow yourself to have that sensation where you close your eyes and you go, mm. you know, it's so good that you make a grunt sound. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and just experience that again and and you'll be better for it. And I know that Maury did that, you know, even in his own way, just being childish and being silly. He enjoyed, you know. Finding that, and 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 as he always said towards the end, just being a baby again, and being yep. massaged, and being held, and being caressed, and being comforted, have his feet uh, massaged and and his and his body bathed, and and all those things that we looked at as tragic with ALS, but he didn't. There's something to be said for revisiting that. So thank you for my birthday wishes, everybody. They mean a lot. oh yeah. Uh, by the time you are listening to this, I'll be halfway through Buffalo. Uh, eating through whatever food that they have there, we will report back on that in the next week's show. All the great foods that Buffalo had to offer. Uh, and, Can't wait! And uh, should be fun to talk about. And hopefully we don't go over Niagara Falls in, in a in a barrel oh, because geez. we got taken away, carried away. <laughs>
2: well, that would be that would be the one thing that would be your, you know your childhood thing of joy. You know what? This I think I'm just going to get off the bus and get a barrel and I'm going to roll off into the water. There's a
0: fine line between uh, enjoying your childhood and being really dumb. Let's not do that. Anyhow, thank you for joining us this week with uh, Lisa Goitsch, my producer. I'm Mitch Album saying, see you next Tuesday.
2: Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday people. Ah, mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne.